Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. And they match them up with the Bart Reed wheels. And what have you got? Hey, a good looking combination. <laughs> you were caught What's off up, guard, gentlemen? though. You didn't know what to, how to respond to that, did you? <laughs> well, I didn't, but I was thinking about it. I, I just didn't want to take too much time. No, Randy, Randy stuck. Uh, he, he threw that one at you. That was unfair. Well, that was that was kind of sneaky at you, at you, Bart. But uh, I mean, I've I've heard so much about it. I, I I really, Rick, have thought that Bart would send me pictures, you know, of it uh, or something, just so. I could replace. Now, Randy, I thought I posted online and then tagged you. Did I not? If I, I if I didn't, I apologize. I will. Well, uh, that doesn't mean just, just because you posted it doesn't mean I'd see it though, Bart. So, okay. Uh, well, I thought I tagged you in it, but I'll I'll, I'll do better next time. It looks okay. good though. It looks great. Okay. Black on All black. Right. We we want we want you looking good. All right, I'm going to start you off with this question from Bill. And uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Can Bart tell us about former hog Dusty Hannes and his contract with the Warriors? Can he make the team? Uh, and I don't know what this term means, so maybe you do. What is an okay. exhibit deal? Dusty can shoot it so well. Why can't he make an NBA team? Ah, got it. Okay, so I believe, yeah, so so he signed it, which it's called an Exhibit 10 uh, deal. And so what that is, is it's a, it's a one-way contract. So essentially it's, it's going to pay them the, it's going to pay him the league minimum. But the difference with an Exhibit 10 that's different than just a, a, just a one-way contract is if he makes that team, it can be converted to a two-way contract. So a little... NBA economics teams, NBA teams are limited to the two-way contract type of situation. Like Daryl Macon with the Mavericks signed a two-way contract, which essentially allowed him uh, D-League development league money. But if he ever got bumped, okay, then he would fall automatically fall under what the NBA league minimum was, which at that time I think was nine hundred fifty thousand. So. It's encouraging in Exhibit 10 because you can convert that, which, again, they reserve two-way contracts usually for players that they're high on. So, Dusty has got a lot of games. To try to break it down to be this simple, guys, and it's, it's not, but it is. He is a real true shooting guard, but he is extremely undersized. Can't put him at the point guard spot because he doesn't defend and doesn't take off the dribble to break down to be able to play that position. So Dusty has NBA-level talent. He is stuck in between positions because he is too small for a particular position, shooting guard in the NBA, which is not going to allow him to defend. He would he would be subject to of, of mismatch opportunities on the defensive end. And so that's really the main problem that he's looking at. I, 
listen, I don't think he's going to make the team, but it certainly is encouraging. You guys might be aware he played for the Santa Cruz Warriors and I think it's a twenty twenty one season. He's been a volume three point guy his entire career. He can flat shoot the basketball. At times he's inconsistent, but the Warriors are a volume shooting organization. So it kind of fits into what they're doing. The Warriors are historically known to bring in as many players as they can and throw a bunch of stuff at the wall to see if anything sticks. They just signed Andre Iguodala last week as well, and that's somebody that's uh, an old-timer that they're going to try to bring back and look at. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I wouldn't anticipate him making the team, certainly, but it's nice that his name is still thought of enough to be considered in that mix to to get that Exhibit 10 deal. So basically, Bart, he has to – I mean, when he well, okay. Let's just say he goes to a workout. Surely he's getting paid for that, correct? Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as soon as he effectively signs that contract, so he, right now, so he signed that contract. He's effectively being paid. So if they're traveling, I believe they're getting ready to travel to Japan, or I'll have to double check, but I think somewhat somewhere Australia or Japan. So he's effectively once he signs that, he's getting paid. So. Those deals will equate out because it's so confusing what the NBA salary looks like. If you sign a deal like that, people are always like, how much money? Is that? That's a sixty to $70,000 a year job is basically what I tell people. So he can make a little more, he can make a little less, but that's kind of where he is right now. So he's going to get paid for his travel and the time and per diem and all that stuff. He'll get paid for as long as he is doing duties with the team, no matter whether he plays a minute, no minute, the whole game. He's getting paid right now. So I'm going to – I mean, I, I'm just kind of asking general questions now, but I guess he'd almost have to go out and score maybe 25 points if given that yeah. amount of time to do it to make the kind of impression that would allow him to make a roster. Yeah. But here's the one thing that really disadvantaged guys like Dusty. Dusty is really a great player. He had a couple of spurts in kind of the summer league a couple of years back where he was scoring a ton of points, scored a bunch of points in the development. It still doesn't change the fact that you are what you are. He is an undersized guard. So either he needs to really transform his game and become a point guard, or he really needed to try to come and really defend and pick up his defensive level because there's only one J.J. Reddick. Guys, I've said that for 20 years. J.J. Reddick is an undersized two that can just flat out shoot the basketball. But we've only really seen one of those that's undersized and that has defensive matchups that can stay in the NBA and play a ton of minutes. There's only one J.J. Reddick. So Dusty Hannes is not in that category. So he's just really caught, and I hate that because Randy, I – I'm pulling for them all to make teams, but I think he could go score 50 tomorrow and 50 the next day. I still don't think it opens up a roster spot for him, unfortunately. Wow. Wow. That's a a tough way to go. Uh, He played extremely well for the, uh, uh, the, I guess the the term would be G League team over in Memphis. In Memphis. Yeah, the Hustlers played great. Yeah, and then he got a couple of cups of coffee with the Grizzlies. Um, yeah, but um, you know, God, just you'd think they'd pay him more than that, wouldn't you? Yeah, if he well, some games. it was uh, you know quality Folgers. So it's uh, 
Well, quality folds. And they travel first class too. So listen, yeah. where he's going right now, they're they're living it up in the nicest hotels. But I, I'll say this: and it's even got to the college level. You are what you can guard, guys. If you cannot defend at the NBA level, it does not matter how great offensively you yeah. are. Good point. You're going to struggle. Conversely, you have somebody like Pat Beverly who's really struggled to put the ball in the hole that will never want for a roster spot because he's such an elite-level defender. Boy, he is a dog. I I would hate to play against Patrick Patrick Beverly. He might beat the, beat the soup out of you. And, yep. uh, he's not afraid of anything or anybody. And not, the, and not the coffee out of you, but the soup out of you. Uh, when you look at... The players, and this is kind of like you were talking about Patrick Beverly having a difficult time scoring. Then on the other hand, that's Dusty's forte. What is now for players, Mark, kind of the, the benchmark? You know, it, Fitzhill, this has been many years ago. Uh, he gave me uh, kind of what I would call, uh, you know, a profile of what they were looking for in a player, you know, if an offensive lineman, and now it may be 6'7", where it used to be, you know, 6'2". Um, yep. What is the profile, Bart, that they create? Because you're, you're kind of talking about that, that Dusty Hennes is in between. What is the profile yep. then for the point guard or for the two guard or the three or the four or the five? What is, what is it in the NBA? What is the profile they're looking for? Well, length is always going to be king. So I, I would, you know, length and height, obviously, now, length, in combination saying, with. Are you saying wingspan meaning length? Uh, I, yeah. So traditionally, the rule is so wingspan is over. And I won't say it's become more important than height, but obviously, wingspan I think is seen as more of a uh, benefit than just basic height. But let's say this: the average height in the NBA is six four and a half or six five. So everybody's really tall. So you're, you're kind of compared to apples to oranges. But I'll, I'll say from the guard, guard position, because we're talking about, well, I'll hold till we come back, Rick. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. we got to take a break. All right, Rick Schaefer, along with Bart Reed. Thanks again to Art Street Willis Hire. I'm Randy Rainwater. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. I have been meaning to uh, make this change that is listed in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and this is for the upcoming Friday night game between Little Rock Central and North Little Rock. The way it is listed in the uh, paper is North Little Rock at Central. No, reverse that. Little Rock Central will be at North Little Rock in the kickoff time the same, 7 o'clock. So uh, if you're thinking about going to that game this Friday night, don't go to Quigley Stadium. Go to Charging Wildcat Stadium in North Little Rock. That's where you'll find Little Rock Central taking on North Little Rock. So I mean to do that for several Almost hours now. 
All right, Bart, you were talking right before the yep. break. The profile, yep. you got up, got up to the – well, you actually started with the point guard and then time caught you. So, yep. if you would, kind of start back from the beginning. Yep, and this is important for Razorback fans because if there's one question about Nick Smith Jr., gentlemen, it is this. What is he? Is he a point guard that can score or is he a shooting guard that can pass? And this is where kind of that 6'4 height puts him. And so we have a situation, this is college, but certainly NBA, you have attacking point guards. So, you know, several years back, we were big, stocky point guards, very strong and physical. Now, guys, we're we're in the era of as Steph Curry transitions out, you know, the knock against Steph was is that he was too slight. Now you've got Trey Young, very slight. Don Moran is 6'3", Trey Young is 6'1". They're extremely skinny, 170, 175. And then you've got players like LaMelo Ball that are playing the point guard spot at 6'7". So you have it all over the map, but the one thing that they do is attack, attack, attack off the dribble. And so if you're not attacking and able to create separation off the dribble, really even in the college game, it's really tough to find a spot for you, especially if you're below that 6-2 range. And we've gone to a attacking guards and we have skill big men. We're living in the skill big man era where most people, unlike Shaquille O'Neal, the dominant centers that we know, Jabbar, these guys are spending most of their time outside, off the block, mid-post, outside, facing the basket, where some people come and say, hey, the center's dead. Well, guys, Jokic won the MVP last year at probably the most ridiculous numbers you've ever seen, something 20, 27, 14, and 8 assists. For a 7-1 center, he shot 60% from the field. Joel Embiid's the center, and he was second in the MVP race. So, no, the center's very much alive. It's just what they do is very different than what we're seeing them do. They're living on the perimeter. They're extremely skilled, just like the guards. And the guards have been able, because of skill work and skill development, the game is so spread out, Randy. It's so hard to stay in front of these guys. If you can work off the dribble and then you can defend, you've got an extremely long career in the NBA. But this is where Nick Smith, where does he fall in as I talk to certain NBA personnel, where what is he? And the big thing is, what player does he mimic? Who does he most likely represent on the next level to try to get a comparison of trying to figure out exactly where he fits in? Because I think if he had that, right now we'd be talking about him as the second pick instead of being, you know, maybe fourth, fifth, or seventh, eighth towards the end of the top ten. Hmm. Uh. Again, I, we don't think of the NBA being as niche, if you will, so specific, it, it seems like. I mean, if you're a great player, kind of like you say, it's 6-1, and you can do the things you're talking about doing, then they're not, they're not putting you in that box. But then when you're on the other, other hand, you're 6-2, and maybe you don't, have those attributes that you're talking about, then they do put you in the box because now you're in between. And as you said, the one thing that uh, you're going to have to be able to do in the national basketball, uh, whether or not we sometimes believe it's played or not, but you got to play defense. And got to play. I just, I just yep. think sometimes we see 120 to 119, and we ah, they ain't playing defense. 
Well, if you're if you're talking about the NBA All Star game, that's that's true. They don't play any defense. That's why you're seeing right. almost one ninety nine to one ninety eight because they don't play defense. Yeah. But um, yeah, does and, the NBA? Guys, that's bar- why Note is in between, and you had Note where he fits all the checks, all the boxes, right? Checks every single one of them except his shot selection. And there's a point where your outside shot is so shaky that it begins to diminish your ability to take people off the dribble because now you're one-dimensional. So that defense is just dropping all the way back. And so that's another player where we're kind of talking about is just barely missing checking all the boxes to having a long NBA career. What can Note do about that? Well, he's going to have to get to work. And this is where Joe Johnson, and I've probably said this before, Joe Johnson told me a statement that I love and I tell all my kids, it's a lot harder to stay in the league than it is getting the league. And if you look at it from that perspective, it's not about what you do when you get in there your first one or two years. It's what are you willing to do year three, four, five, six, and are you spending as much time in the gym? It's just really simple. He's going to have to go to work and stay in shape and work on his game and work on the right stuff. If you're beating the ball on the ground and you're taking shots, it's not going to help you, especially if you get to that level. you got to have a plan. And credit to Dusty what he's got to do to stay in shape, to stay ready, to be called up, to have the opportunity, speaks to his overall work ethic as well. So J.D. just needs to stay and work and continue to improve. He's got time. He's a young man. I mean, you got to love the blue-collar work ethic of, of yeah. Dusty Hannes. I mean, I, uh, he's been now removed, what, five, six years from uh, the University oh. of Arkansas? Yeah, a little, a little bit longer than that, but yeah, absolutely. Man, be able to keep right there on the fringe. Hopefully, maybe one day he'll be able to knock that door open. All right, Bart, thank you. That Thanks, is Bart Reed. Thanks again to.